Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Monday, breezy and not as cool. Clearing skies with highs in the mid-50s. Southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear, lows 25 to 30. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tuesday, colder and partly cloudy in the morning. Then mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow in the afternoon. Highs in the mid-40s. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tuesday night, colder and cloudy. Snow and rain likely in the evening. Then a chance of snow after midnight. Light snow accumulations. Lows 15 to 20. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. 70% chance of precipitation. Wednesday, colder and mostly cloudy in the morning. Becoming partly cloudy. Highs 30 to 35. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday night and Thanksgiving day, breezy and not as cool. Mostly cloudy. Lows 15 to 20. Highs 45 to 50. Thursday night and Friday, breezy and mostly cloudy, lows around 35, highs 50 to 55. Friday night, colder and partly cloudy, lows 25 to 30. Saturday and Saturday night, mostly cloudy, highs 45 to 50, lows 30 to 35. And Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 50 to 55. A Lewistown man was arraigned in U.S. District Court last week after being accused of defrauding banks. Eric Edward Mack, 42, pleaded not guilty to two counts of bank fraud. The indictment alleges that from November 2015 through January 2018, and from April through June of 2018, Mack intentionally defrauded Garfield County Bank and Fergus County Federal Credit Union. Mack allegedly secured loans at both institutions, with the same cattle already secured to the other, and did not properly inform either of the extent of their outstanding loan obligations and secured collateral at the other institution. Mack later sold cattle and did not pay the proceeds of the cattle sales to either financial institution, even though both had secured claims on cattle. Mack could face a maximum 30 years in prison and a $1 million fine. The Fort Belknap Indian community has announced that the reservation will remain in Phase 2B of their reopening plan for the remainder of November. The curfew restrictions have been lifted, and businesses can return to normal business hours. Travel restrictions remain in place, including avoiding areas that have been determined to be hotspots. The resolution was unanimously passed by the council and strongly encourages residents to wear masks and social distance when possible. Masks remain required in many situations. Restaurants and casinos can operate at 75% capacity and will continue to require masks, with the exception being when eating or drinking in a restaurant. Local Fort Belknap transportation buses are now allowed to operate at 50% capacity. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is seeking applicants for at least $4 million in grants to improve access to healthy foods while creating jobs for people in underserved rural areas. Qualified grantees include grocery stores and food distributors that are working to improve access to healthy foods in underserved areas. These awards are expected to create and preserve quality jobs and revitalize low-income communities. The funding is authorized by the 2018 Farm Bill. To apply, applicants must submit a letter of interest by Tuesday, December 7th. If invited to apply, applicants must submit a full application. Additional information on how to apply is available at investinginfood.com. For more information, please contact help at investinginfood.com. Now taking a look at those COVID updates from Friday. We will start with Blaine County, which on Friday reported one new COVID case and nine recoveries. Total case count for Blaine, 1,475, 10 active, 2 hospitalized, 1,438 recoveries, 27 deaths. Over in Liberty County, they announced Monday morning that their active case count is at 1. 
We did not receive any other COVID updates from counties in our listening area, so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start off with that State of Montana COVID dashboard, which was updated this morning. It's the first update since Friday morning. Over that time, Montana reported 511 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 188,505. Active case count, 5,911. Active hospitalizations, 266. Death toll, 2,567. The increase in deaths is 21 from the last update. 11 occurred in November, 8 in October, 2 in September. Gallatin reporting 6 new deaths. Lincoln with four, Yellowstone three, Teton two, and the following counties with one new death. Carbon, Cascade, Custer, Madison, Mineral, and Weibo. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 101, Gallatin 54, Flathead 48, Lewis and Clark 38, Missoula 35, Cascade 25, Richland 20. And looking at the vaccine update for today from the state, total COVID vaccine doses administered 1 million, 196,505, with 515,090 Montanans fully vaccinated against COVID-19. That's 50% of the eligible population. The Billings Gazette reports that a northeastern Montana electric co-op has been ordered to pay over $2 million to the victim of a sexual harassment complaint against the general manager. Valley County District Judge Yvonne Laird upheld the state's Human Rights Commission finding that Norvell Electric Co-op General Manager Craig Herbert sexually harassed employee Shalane Lawson and retaliated against her when she filed a complaint. The incidents allegedly began in early 2017, with Lawson accusing Herbert of long-running inappropriate contact and comments. Along with the monetary judgment, Norvell has been ordered to amend its harassment policies, which will have to be approved by the Human Rights Commission. Norvell must also train employees on how to deal with discrimination complaints. Norvell can appeal to the Montana Supreme Court, otherwise it has 90 days to pay on the judgment. The Great Falls Police Department says an adult bicyclist was killed Friday morning after being involved in a crash with a semi. The department was dispatched to the scene at 3rd Street Northwest and Central Avenue West at 8.07 a.m. Upon arrival, the responders discovered the adult bicyclist had succumbed to injuries sustained in the crash. The identity of the victim has not been released. An investigation into the crash is being conducted by Great Falls PD, with assistance from Montana Highway Patrol. Authorities from Great Falls Fire and Rescue, Great Falls Emergency Services, and the Cascade County Sheriff's office also responded to the scene. The Missoula County Sheriff's Office says they detained a woman on Friday morning after two minor children were found dead inside a residence near Reserve and 7th. Deputies were dispatched at 8.05 a.m. to the 1000 block of Ann Drive to a report of suspicious activity. Information relayed to dispatch indicated that those residing in the residence had sustained life-threatening injuries. The two children were found unresponsive. The female suspect was arrested without incident. Sheriff T.J. McDermott says their office's condolences go to the family members friends and first responders affected by this tragedy, and they are working to obtain the facts on this incident. The investigation remains active. The Independent Record reports that a football player for Carroll College has been arrested based on allegations that he was the driver in a crash on Friday morning that killed a 20-year-old woman and injured another woman. 19-year-old Hunter Nicely of California is facing numerous pending charges, including felony vehicular homicide while under the influence, negligent vehicular assault, and underage possession of alcohol. According to the IR, officers were dispatched to the I-15 in Cedar Street, northbound off-ramp at 2 a.m. after receiving a report of a rollover crash. There were reportedly three occupants of the vehicle. Nicely is believed to have been the driver, and there were two female passengers, one of whom was pronounced dead at the scene. Officers say Nicely showed signs of impairment and was found to be under the influence of alcohol. Excessive speed is also a suspected factor. In a comment published by the Flathead Beacon, 
Republican State Representative Derek Skies of Kalispell disparaged Montana's state constitution, lamenting that its right of privacy clause has given state courts a legal basis for blocking new abortion restrictions and calling the document a socialist rag that should be replaced. Ski's comments represent a notable public criticism of Montana's foundational legal document. The state's elected officials swear an oath to support, protect, and defend the U.S. and Montana constitutions upon assuming office. May Nan Ellingson, who helped draft the document as a delegate at the state's 1972 Constitutional Convention, said she feels very strongly that the right to privacy is not a socialistic idea. Reached by a text by the Montana Free Press Thursday with a description of the quote published by the Beacon and a request for further explanation, Skies did not disavow the quote or dispute its accuracy. Skies is in his fourth term as a state representative and facing term limits, has announced a run for the Public Service Commission, which regulates utilities. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We will start off with Hill County, where winter wheat is $7.96, spring wheat $9.49. Blaine County winter wheat 786, spring wheat 944. Liberty County winter wheat 801, spring wheat 949. Shoto County winter wheat 796, spring wheat 949. Shoto County winter wheat 796, spring wheat 949. Phillips County winter wheat 781, spring wheat 939. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Arlene F. Fisher Ophis, 82, passed away at Northern Montana Hospital November 17th after seeing all her children earlier that day. A graveside service will be held Wednesday, November 24th in the Big Sandy Cemetery at 2 p.m. This will be a joint burial with military honors provided for her beloved husband, Lester Ophis. A reception will follow at the Jerry Martin Memorial Hall in Big Sandy. Memorial donations are suggested to Coats for Kids or the Haver Fire Department. And that's going to do it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Monday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.